Dr. Bill Crawford here, psychologist, speaker, author of eight books, host of two PBS specials, here again to bring you another tip on how to help you create the life you want. Specifically, how to use my life from the top of the mind philosophy to bring more clarity, confidence, creativity into everything you do. Today, I want to talk about what I call step two in my six-step process of dealing with difficult people effectively. Um, in step one, we've talked about the importance of coming from what I call the top of the mind. For those of you who all of my life from the top of the mind philosophy, you know, we got these three parts of the brain, brainstem, limbic system, neocortex. Neocortex is what I call the top of the mind. This is where we have access to our best interpersonal skills, problem solving skills, clarity, confidence, creativity, compassion, etc. So in part one or step one, I talked about the importance of going into a conversation centered and focused versus rattled and worried and frustrated and being able to stay centered and focused throughout the conversation. Because if we go into a situation worried or frustrated, which is often easy to do when we're dealing with a difficult person because some, there's a part of us that's worried about their behavior or worried about them listening to us or really hearing what we have to say is valuable. If we go in worried, we are actually coming from these lower 20% of the brain. This is the unconscious part of the brain. This is the reactive part of the brain. So if we want to be able to respond versus react and be able to do it in a way that stayed center versus being thrown off center, we got to be willing to go into the conversation in the top of the mind, clear about the qualities and characteristics we want to bring to this conversation, no matter what they say, no matter what they do. Easier said than done, but really important. I call it necessary, but not sufficient to being effective with people. Step two, I believe is really new. Um, a lot of people have learned that going into a conversation, clear, confident, creative is a good idea. Um, I like tying the neuroscience to that, but still, it's not brand new. This step two, I like to believe it is. I call it reaching for their neocortex. See, here's the thing. This middle part of our brain, the limbic system, scans the environment looking for signs of threat or danger. Unfortunately, it's not very smart and it's working with old software, so it has a tendency to interpret almost anything negative as dangerous and throws us into the part of the brain that's designed to deal with danger. That means when we're dealing with a difficult person and all we see is their difficult behavior, all we see is the difficult part of who they are, that has a tendency to engage our lower brain because its middle brain is kind of painting their entire being with this difficult person brush. Plus, if you've ever tried to talk to someone when they're being resistant or argumentative or stubborn, and you tell them they just need to stop being so difficult, have you noticed they don't say, well, thank you for sharing. I feel so much better now. And that, no, they get worse. So what I like to do is what I call reach for their neocortex. We've got to recognize that this is who they are right now when they're stuck in the lower brain, but who are they when they're coming from the upper 80% of the brain? It's really important to ask this question because that's the part of them that you're going to eventually partner with and connect with in order to create a solution-focused conversation a little bit later in the model. So if they're a part of your organization, what do they do well? Hopefully they do something well, or really, why are they part of your organization? So imagine them doing what they do really well, because this is where they're confident, this is where they're in their wheelhouse, chances are this is where they're coming from this upper 80% of the brain. And chances are when they're doing something well, there are qualities and characteristics that you admire and really want in your organization. If they're part of your family or someone close to you, a friend or relationship partner, who are they when they're really just happy and doing what they love? Because again, that's the part of them that you love. That's the part of them that you really want to connect with. 
Now, this is so much easier said than done because as long as we've been on the planet, our middle brain has kind of kept us alert and worried about difficult people because according to the middle brain, they pose a threat. And that's probably true a long time ago, but now they don't pose a physical threat. And so when they throw us or when this middle brain throws us into the lower brain, thinking we're in a fight or flight situation, it limits our ability to be effective. They're in their brainstem, we're in ours. I call this banging brainstems. Nobody's listening to anybody. So what we want to do is go into the conversation, clear about who we want to be, so that we are taking 100% responsibility for our ability to respond. And then we want to go in reaching for their neocortex, at least in our mind. Uh, it's going to be really important to know what this is because at some point we're going to want to connect with that part of the brain by acknowledging who they are when they are at their best. There's a great quote from a person by the name of Neil Donald Walsh. He says, true vision is the ability to see in another more than they are showing you. I think that's really important because what we want to do is make sure we're not just kind of seeing their mask. If you'll begin to see a difficult person's kind of old behavior, their, their negative behavior, their stubbornness, frustration, argumentative, not listening, etc., as part of a mask. And I like to see it as a mask of fear and insecurity. They're afraid we don't like them. They're afraid we're not gonna to listen to them. They're afraid we're gonna tell them they're wrong. They're afraid that we're gonna argue with them. They're afraid we're not gonna do what they want us to do. They're afraid we're gonna punish them. We're afraid they're gonna fire them. If we can start seeing this behavior as a mask of fear and insecurity, then our goal is to look beyond the mask. Because if we just see the mask, we're gonna get thrown into that lower 20% of the brain. So what I would encourage you to consider is this. You want to go into a situation, number one, clear about who you want to be, not kind of reacting to them, but responding in a way that has you centered and focused and reaching for their neocortex. Hold an image in your mind of who they are at their best, as well as who they are when they're being difficult. That allows you to kind of separate out who they are in that lower brain, who they are when they're coming from the upper brain, because this is the upper brain, this receptive brain, that is going to be critical for us to be able to connect with a little bit later in the month. Hope you're enjoying this. Next week, I'm gonna show you part three, or step three in this six-step process, critical to being effective with difficult people. In the meantime, what I would encourage you to do is just start thinking about conversations in the past where maybe it didn't go well. Ask yourself the question, did I go into that conversation worried or frustrated, or did I get triggered in the middle of that conversation? Was I just looking at their negative behavior, or was I able to hold a vision of who they are when they're in that lower brain, as well as who they are when they are at their best? And if either question to that was, no, I wasn't able to do that, then what we want to do is do that differently going forward. I hope to help you with that and give you as many tools and examples of that as possible. And I'll look forward to seeing you in the next video. By the way, here's to you bringing more clarity, confidence, creativity into everything you do, including dealing with difficult people. And I will look forward to seeing you in the future.